Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. Great to be back with all of our listeners again today. It's just wonderful to have this opportunity to get together each day, open up God's Word, dig a little bit deeper, and hopefully get stronger in our faith as we work our way through His Word, as we examine those teachings and make the proper applications to our lives. As we keep saying here in Search the Scriptures, faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. We need to understand that and we need to make the proper applications to our lives as we continue to dig deep into God's Word, learn His teachings, make the proper applications, and then as and in that way, help our faith to grow stronger, deeper, fuller. And as that happens, we should, we should naturally want to come closer to God. And as we want to come closer to God, then we should start to understand that we can only do that through Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John chapter 14 and verse 6. And we come to God through Christ as we believe in him as our Savior, confess our faith in him openly, as Jesus said we must do in Matthew 10 and verse 32, and we also need to repent of our sins, as Jesus said we must do in Luke chapter, thir- uh, Luke chapter uh, 13 and verse 3, and we also must come to him in complete surrender and obedience, as Jesus told the apostles to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, He who believes and is baptized shall be saved, and he who does not believe shall be condemned. So we must come to him in total surrender, ready to be buried with him in the waters of baptism, at which point the blood that he shed on the cross cleanses us from the guilt of our sins, and we raise up out of that watery grave, forgiven, redeemed, saved, reborn, made new. How blessed we are to have the gospel of Christ right there revealed to us in God's word. God's plan for our redemption, our salvation, our eternal life. At the end of the program, we'll tell you how to contact us. and We encourage you to do that. Ask for the free Bible study that we always offer. When we say free, we mean exactly that. We don't want you to send us anything for it. It is yours for the asking. We'll even take care of the postage. You can also receive a copy of today's program on CD, and again for free, and we'll take care of the postage. Now, we're going through a very strange time right now because of these restrictions that have been imposed upon us by local and state governments, and to some extent, you know, being emphasized even on the federal level because of the coronavirus epidemic that has swept across our nation. And so many people have become infected, hospitalized, end up in intensive care units, on ventilators, and many have died. But the vast, vast majority recover. The vast, vast majority recover. But because of this contagion, we are restricted in so many movements. Businesses are shut down, workers have been told go home, they put on furlough or laid off, or some have the blessing of being able to work from home and continue to be productive and receive their salaries on a normal basis and so on. But 
you know, grocery stores are limited in some cases as to what's available or limited as to how many people can go in at one time. Restaurants are closed down except for pickup orders or deliveries. Movie theaters are closed. Uh, stores are closed, you know, going in and just doing some shopping. It, it just goes on and on. It's, it's a very different time for us. And it can be very stressful because people not being able to interact socially as much as they normally would would experience that that can work on them emotionally it can work on them psychologically and it can even affect them health-wise if they're not careful and diligent to just you know not let that take them over you hear stories about people going to visit family members in nursing homes or in hospitals even perhaps and not being able to get into the facility so maybe they'll talk to them through a window maybe they'll just stand there on the other side of the window where they can see them and talk to them on the phone or in some cases maybe they can just stay outside the hospital facility and talk to their family member on the phone but in that way being a little bit close to them but it's not like being there in their physical presence churches have not been able to meet on a normal basis because again of the restrictions imposed upon us and the concerns of passing on the virus to somebody else who might get exposed to it by somebody being at the church building well all of this is going to pass all of this is going to pass but right now we need to get through this. Now what I began to emphasize in our last program and the first program in this series is that this is not just a health crisis that we're facing and dealing with right now, but this is also spiritual warfare. Now don't get, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that this is something the devil made to happen, although the devil is powerful. We need to understand that. The devil has some latitude as to how he can work and what he can do in this world because this is his realm of work, this, this world. This is where he does his thing. So he has some latitude. He has some power. Now, it does not begin to compare with the power of God, but the devil does work here in this world. Now, some people believe that this is some kind of conspiracy, that it was released upon the world in order to create chaos on a worldwide scale. Or some people believe it was an accidental release from a lab in another country. Some people believe that God has brought this upon mankind as judgment because of man's ongoing wickedness and seemingly, in many cases, deepening wickedness. Some other people who probably really don't uh, live their lives for God much, if at all, they blame God because they see this as an opportunity for them to be able to, in their minds, put belief in God, put that down or criticize belief in God because they would say, okay, if, if God is all powerful, why would he let this happen? He could just stop it. Well, again, we live in a world of free will and once sin entered the picture by mankind's choice going back to Genesis chapter 3 everything changed everything changed if you read the descriptions of what heaven is going to be like what that reality is going to be in Revelation chapter 7 and in chapter 21 you you should be able to quickly recognize the difference 
between the reality there and our reality here in this world. There, there will be no more tears, no more dying, no more sickness, no more pain. We see all of those kinds of things are related to illness and tragedy and dying that, that is the norm here in physical life in this world. So everything changed when man embraced sin. Now, whatever the cause behind it, and I tried to emphasize in our opening section of this particular series, this is not the first time this world has been plagued by some kind of contagion. It's simply the most recent time in a long series of such events going back through history. And I have absolute confidence that God will lead us through this, this one as well. Now, whatever the cause though, whatever the reason the world is struggling through this pandemic right now, be assured the devil is there trying to take advantage and use it to tear down people's faith and pull them away from God. Now, let me say that again. I repeated this for emphasis in our first program in this series, and I want to do it again. Whatever the cause, whatever the reason, the world is struggling through this pandemic right now. Be absolutely assured the devil is there trying to take advantage and use it to tear down people's faith and pull them away from God. While we were involved in a tragic and serious health crisis, we are also engaged right now in deadly spiritual warfare. Open your eyes to that fact. The devil will use whatever means he can to get into people's heads and hearts and try to put doubt in their minds about their faith in God, about their ability to rely upon God. Let's go back to Revelation chapter 12 as we begin to look at some scripture study here. Revelation chapter 12. Now, in this particular text, we're, we're looking at the prehistory of man, going back before God ever put man upon this earth. I believe going back before Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1, which says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. At least going back before God fashioned the earth as we see it now and experience it now, where it is, it is designed to support human life and physical life and plant life. Going back before that time, before man was here, we're going back to a picture of a situation in heaven itself. In verse 7 of Revelation chapter 12, it says, And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. But they did not prevail, nor was there a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon, that's a descriptive kind of term for the devil, as we see right away here, so the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Interesting. The devil was 
there and he led a rebellion against God. Now, I don't think we can fully grasp or understand all the depths of what these few short verses portray for us. We have all kinds of questions that would come to our mind. Why was the devil there? Was he really an angel in heaven before he got the big head and wanted to usurp the throne of God? I, I, I don't know the answer to all of those questions. We can find out by getting to heaven ourselves and asking our heavenly father. Would you please explain this a little bit more in depth? But the fact of the matter is that we're told that there was war in heaven. And Michael and his angels fought against the devil and his angels, and the devil and his angels lost. They did not prevail. And there was no place found for them in heaven any longer. In other words, they were cast out. Where were they cast out to? The great dragon was cast out, the serpent of old, called the devil and Satan. So there's no question as to who was the ringleader here, who we're basically talking about, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. His angels were cast out with him. Those who followed him in the war in heaven against God and the righteous angels, they were cast to the earth, to the earth. That's where we live, isn't it? That's where we are. That's where we see so much wickedness and sin and unrighteousness and ungodliness, evil prevailing. That's part of the reality of this world, the reality of this world. Evil, wickedness, unrighteousness, ungodliness, sinfulness of all kinds prevails right here. The devil this is his playground. This is his kitchen, so to speak. This is his realm of influence, his workshop. This is where he does his work. He tries to pull people away from God. He tries to lure and tempt people into ungodly living, into sinfulness, unrighteousness, wickedness, unfaithfulness to God. He tries to pull us, to lure us, to tempt us into evil, evil. There's nothing, there's nothing attractive about the devil. He is our enemy. As we read last time in 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and 9, Peter portrays him as a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. He says, beware. Why beware? Because this is where the devil does his work. He's looking for vulnerable souls from a spiritual perspective. People he can effect in a negative way, influencing them to turn away from God, to doubt God, to not believe in God, to be mad at God. And a whole lot of people may be mad at God right now because of this pandemic because loved ones are sick or loved ones have died. Well, don't blame God for that. That's part of the reality of this world, life in this world. And again, it goes all the way back to Genesis chapter 3, when man first turned away from God in disobedience, 
unfaithfulness and sinned. Everything changed. Everything changed. In verse 10 of Revelation chapter 12, we go on. Then I heard a voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren, who accused them before our God day and night, has been cast down. Cast down where again? Down to the earth. Verse 9. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. Well, the devil is here working in this world to pull people away from God. Now, you know, he's very skillful. He understands how to portray evil as being good, how to make unrighteousness seem righteous, and conversely, he knows how to work on people's thinking so that if, they're, if they allow him to do so, if they are not strong in their faith in God, they can actually think that good is evil and righteousness is unrighteous. We see that all around us in our culture right now, in this country and around the world, where people will look at somebody who stands up for righteousness, for godliness, and they'll put that person down as being narrow-minded, hateful, bigoted. Why? Because they're standing up for righteousness. And in doing so, they're labeling sinfulness to be sinful. And you see, we're not supposed to be judging, right? People would say, who are we to judge? Well, Jesus says, judge with righteous judgment. We have to make judgment calls all the time. Otherwise, how could we make decisions? How could we take particular actions and direction in our life? We have to judge something to either be good or bad, to be beneficial or to be detrimental. But you see, again, the devil's skillful. He's skillful. And do you not believe that he's working on people's hearts right now? trying to put doubts in their minds about why would God let this happen? Why would God make this happen? Do you think a loving God would let your grandparent, your parent, your spouse, your sibling die? If God were all-powerful, would not he stop this in its tracks? Would he not have never let it happen to begin with? You see, all of those kinds of thoughts, all of those subtle temptations, and a whole lot more, 
You don't think the devil's using those, implementing those, trying to plant those kinds of thoughts in the minds of people and in the hearts of people right now while we're going through this epidemic? Of course he is. Do you not think he is using people who are becoming distressed over the fear of being infected? Who are in a stressful situation because of the limitations that have been imposed upon them? The restrictions of being able, not being able to go about in normal ways? You think he's not using all of that to work on people? To break down their faith? To get them weaker in their faith? Do you think people have not become frustrated to the point of becoming angry and violent even on occasions through this? You see, all of that is the work of the devil. Now, where does he work again? Right here in this world. He is that roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. And he's looking for you. And he's looking for me. And he's looking for our family members, for our neighbors. He's looking for our friends. He's looking for our children. He's looking for our work associates. Anyone whom he can pull away from God and influence them to weaken their faith in God, then they're open they're vulnerable. They're at risk, not physically, but spiritually. Their faith is being attacked. We're in a spiritual warfare. Whatever the cause of this, whatever the reason for this epidemic and pandemic beginning and sweeping all around the world, be assured, the devil is here and he is trying to take advantage and use it to tear down people's faith, your faith if you'll let him, and to pull them and to pull you if you'll let him away from God. We are indeed engaged right now in deadly spiritual warfare. Now we're going to talk about how to be on guard against such as we go through this particular series of studies. In just a moment, we'll tell you how to contact us. Please do that. Contact us and ask for the free Bible study. You've got time now. You've got some downtime. Use it to your advantage. Get deeper into God's Word. The study is free. We want to help you through this time. God loves you, we love you, and we do pray for you. We hope to hear from you right away.